Hello and welcome to Reanimated, everybody. This is episode 302. I am Stuart and joining me is the inimitable H.A. Conrad from Brooklyn. How are you today? I am smashing and a little sleepy, but still smashing. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, bring all of that smashing sleepy energy to, to the show today uh, as we discuss the third and fourth. Nope. Yeah. Third and fourth episodes of uh, season 11, Walking Dead Prime where um, some smashing happens, actually, and some sleepiness. But we will uh, get to that after there's a fair amount of news, because guess what? It's October 2nd, and the floodgates were opened. For the last few weeks, we've looked at the the news out there and been like, what? Where is it? And, and here it is. It's here. It was here it's all back. along. It's back. Yeah, so we've got a couple of trailers have dropped for uh, things that are going to be on Netflix, um, Huluween is on now. I haven't even had a chance to see what's coming up in Huluween, but at least for Netflix, there are a couple of spooky movies. Um, what did you think yeah. of the uh, these trailers? Um, well, I had seen the Nike trailer. Um, some friends of mine, we are, you know, actually trying to to get motivated and do a little bit of a like horror film club. Um, so we've yet to get that off the ground, um, but there's actually a lot of like cool trailers out there. Um, Night Teeth has it's I think the the most well known person in it is Megan Fox, so that's been getting like a lot of play, um, and it's very uh, you know it, it's the trailer looks pretty good. Um, and the one thing I will say is that production value wise, like just for horror films, these things look pretty good. Um, I I can't speak yeah. to how how good they will be in their full. Um, in their full run, but at least from the trailer point of view, they're, they're, the production quality looks great. Um, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to this. And I thought that the, at least the way they cut the trailer, the script seems good. And um, I'm I'm going to definitely watch it. Um, yeah, Night Teeth had a real collateral vibe to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that movie definitely. starring uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx from yep. a long time ago now. But it's like, yeah. Hitman hires a taxi. In this case, it's going to be vampires hire an yep. Uber, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like club kids and that kind of thing going on in New York. But, you know, um, so that's that's kind of fun. Um, and then Army of Thieves, which is uh, another Zack Snyder thing, um, is like prequel to um, Army of the Dead. So not too many zombies in it. And people are like kind of lamenting this. But if it's a prequel, I guess that makes sense, given that the wherever the world they're in is a little bit ahead of that and this is probably the origin story of that so um maybe you'll get a little bit more of an of information about how this uh zombie this group of these zombies evolved in the alpha piece and that kind of thing so maybe i mean based on the trailer and this article from screen rant that was attached to it there's like Wow, I would say less than a second of zombies in the trailer, yeah, which is kind. Of, it's very understandable because this is set in Europe. It's a prequel. Um, the the vamp the zombies rather never really made it out of Las Vegas. We know that from the Army of the Dead. So, uh, yeah, there's 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 very little reason for there to be a, a big zombie uh, element to this. But um, you know, it's going to be a heist movie, which we're just, that'll be yeah. fun anyway. And there will be a tiny bit of zombies in it. I think we'll watch it, but we might not be able to review this for the podcast. Agree. And then, you know, in Halloween fun, uh, we've got, of course, in Texas, there is a uh, zombie paintball 
thing that people can do. Uh, it's a safari. It's a safari, and you know, people pay you know some money, and then they go and shoot zombies from these like vehicles. So, you know, it's, you can. It looks like to me, actually, it looks like kind of a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> if you watch the the YouTube or the video. You've got um, actors or people out in the field wearing like a fair amount of armor dressed up well, as zombies. I would imagine, I would imagine that they're going to have to have a lot of padding because those paintballs hurt. Uh, so yeah, that's great. It's not like they just have to shoot at mannequins. There, so they're going right. to be hopefully well compensated volunteers to be, to be zombie target practice who are going to be wandering around getting shot at and. Um, and it, like the, the paintball guns were like mounted on the sides of this uh, troop transport truck. Um, so it just looked like it would be a real hoot to do with friends. That's all like six up to 16 people uh, shooting at those. Uh, some of them were slow. I saw it, one clip in the video showed a, just a guy not wearing a lot of armor, just sprinting across the field of fire, which maybe they just do to uh, dare mm. each other. But I would totally have a good time doing this. Last but not least, um, although I do have one thing to add, um, not necessarily zombie related, but um, New York Times had an article out just about the science of zombie plants and parasites. And it basically was talking about the mechanism of this specific um, parasite that kind of takes over a plant. Then like, you know, those things are sort of it has it, it has ways to sort of propagate itself and, and go out um, not perfectly, but just sort of the signs of it is kind of interesting um, for those of you interested in that nerdy stuff. Um, but, you know, it's the way that most parasites kind of um, work, which is that they kind of take over a host and they sort of hijack whatever the host systems are in order to, to keep itself going. Um, but one of the, I would say the creepiest things about this one is that it, it actually just like arrests its uh, growth in the juvenile yeah. stage so that it can't get to like a reproductive stage for the, the yeah, plant like it itself. Needs it it kind of needs it to be sterile so that it can be the sort of uh, keeper, basically. Um, Which is actually a pretty scary premise for a, a zombie story. I don't know. Right. All kids. All kids. Um, and then the last thing that I was going to mention, I don't know if you saw the trailer for this, but um, it's out October 15th and it's um, a film called Antlers and it's produced by uh, Guillermo del Toro. The trailer looks pretty good. It, you know, it's directed by Scott Cooper and stars uh, Carrie Russell, um, who you may remember, you know, from many Felicity. things. But Felicity Days is probably <laughs> the thing that most people know her from. However, uh, just you didn't put this about, in the show notes. I don't know what we're looking at. I what didn't, but I will. I will put it in now. Um, it just the Night Teeth trailer reminded me that I probably should have put it in there. Um, but um, just thinking, just thinking about production value and like sort of what's out there now. Like not even though this is like non-zombie stuff. Um, I think that there's a lot coming out at the moment, which um, is pretty good. I am kind of excited for all the stuff that's just sort of like we, we were both lamenting how little like stuff was out there right now. And it, it this is sort of like, well, um, I guess there's there's more things to come. And October was just sort of waiting to to dump it on us. Right? It was just waiting out there in the dark. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's also lots of like weird horror films coming out. Uh, one of the weirdo ones, I don't know if you saw that. So it's like the one where the it's like a very strange uh, um, like uh, like a car that like is um, like 
possessed or so it's like a little like christine like um it's called uh, uh titan or titan um and it's oh. like you know there there's like the, i think that the the premise is is that a a female serial killer becomes pregnant with some kind of a cyborg or something after having sex with a car oh yeah it's like very <laughs> it's very odd so lots of lots of interesting stuff coming your way um this is a french film so i don't know somebody just was really into christine and like robocop or something and and decided to to mash the two up um i'm i'm just speaking out of hand because i have really no idea what this is about i just saw like a very brief trailer of it actually related somehow it was like tagged in with the antlers thing which they don't that doesn't make sense to me but in any case um just just putting it out there lots of good stuff coming at us in october we'll try to cover it all well yes staying in our within our uh, in our wheel in our zombie genre we will not be talking about the the car sex thing but it is funny <laughs> um but but um in the meantime we wanted we're going to be chatting about the next couple episodes uh out of this season of the walking dead um which is hunted and rendition um very very reaper daryl focused episodes uh well no the hunted is not does not feature daryl at all but uh reaper oh no not but i mean you know Eventually it does, but um, we've got like the Reaper, more Reaper action. We figure it out a little bit later um, what's going on with them. But definitely the second episode rendition is a very Daryl focused episode. And again, I had to like I had to stop myself because I I, well, I I wanted to move forward and I did not. Well, (laughs) if you had I mean, I'm so glad that we didn't, because honestly, if you had if we had seen the next ones, we our little death pool that we started last week would would have been fruitless but in this case we were able to almost immediately uh see how we were see how accurately we had predicted the we future. were we were pretty accurate i mean we were semi-accurate uh, certainly yeah so by the end so in hunted the last week just to recap anybody who didn't listen to us last week we were at the end of the second episode of that of the season we were like all right who's going to be left alive out of this mission because it starts it's definitely feeling like a doomed a doomed outing right and so yeah, but, we decided Negan, that all Negan, of maggie's people were gonna die yeah and that pretty much happened it, um, with one exception that we one know exception. of yep um and you know but but you know spoiler maggie and egan did not have sex yeah that's that's a slow boil that's gonna i mean you see the way they're <laughs> and anyway they're set up for that now because at the end of this episode they have to go off together and yes right? they're giving each other stink eye but as you pointed out like that sort of intensity can only i mean it can it can result in some pretty i felt i stuff. feel I feel like my odds are still still pretty good on this. Um, uh, I, I hate you for potentially being right, but I'm I'm selecting the bottle of wine that I have to ship to you. <laughs> um, but uh, in any case, um, I don't know. Like I, there was so we knew that they were going to they came up upon the town and it was kind of weird because nobody's sort of taking cover and you've got a line of reapers and a line of Maggie's people. <laughs> um, and it's sort of, sort of like bad idea in terms of like, you know, stealth, but in any case, it's like a pretty fast sort of battle scene, um, oh, lots yeah. of action going on and you can't, 
you can't tell all the time what's happening. Um, I had, I went back and re- I rewinded several times through this yeah, first and it was five still, minutes. But it was still pretty. I mean, it was a little bit hard to follow about who was, you know, doing what. Um, well, but, it's like so many people get hurt. It's it's mm-hmm. actually it's really difficult to keep track of. And I was kind of convinced that. Well, so Alden is hit right uh, yeah. at the at the end of the first episode. At the end of the episode preceding this, we'd seen Cole get hit in the leg. And um, Rob Roy, Rob Roy, Roy had also I'm taken. The one that. Who keeps, I'm the one who keeps going. You put Rob in my head. You put, uh, so Roy is down, and it looks like he's not getting back up. No, my so our, our wishes on that front are sad, but yeah. that's a uh, but Alden is hitting maybe in the leg or somewhere. Cole is just straight up yeah. a, a knife across the throat um, as he's trying to hobble away. Duncan is hit three times and it's kind of hard to see what what do you think the Reapers are using is just like a variety of throwing daggers and stuff. It seems like throwing daggers. Again, that was part of I was trying to figure out, like if they had like a specific weapon that they were using, it was hard to tell, but it feels like more like throwing daggers and that kind of thing. But it also felt like kind of projectile in a couple of spots. So I was like, oh, they have bows. It? Like, yeah, boy so gets taken out by an, uh, a bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but in any case, and then Alden, you know, I, my heart, I admit, I really like Alden. And I kind of felt like that was going to be, um, you know, I, like, like I did worry, like, even when we were talking, I was like, oh man, Alden's in for it, especially when they talk about like his kid. Like, I'm like, uh, this is doesn't bode well. Um, but um, so, yeah, he, he, I mean, this him getting hit at the beginning of this episode is just literally the beginning, yeah. like because he, he mm-hmm. goes through some pretty rough stuff in this episode. Yep. Duncan's Duncan looks like he's basically done for after he gets hit with three daggers in yep. question marks at the beginning. Uh, Negan is even hit in the leg, but he yep. doesn't seem to have any lasting consequences nope. from that. He bounces right back. Gabriel gets stabbed or sliced on the th- on the neck yeah uh, and at first you're like oh my gosh what's but then he shows up later in this episode and it honestly it looks like a cat scratched him it does not look yep. deep. it does not look like anything um and you know so so and they kind of get separated out like gabriel like goes off and shows his wrath of god or wrath of gabriel i guess <laughs> later on it. yeah there's um, there's a lot of religion happening uh in these episodes too as it turns out the reapers are kind of fundamentalists which is i don't know i'd like this at this point sure okay we haven't really delved into that as a as a theme in the show yet so maybe maybe that's okay uh elijah literally you said they get separated elijah is the one member of maggie's crew by the end of these two episodes that we do not know his fate he's mm-hmm. literally dragged away uh into the dark and maggie is just like no it doesn't know where he's gone and then they get separated um and you know i i think that this is obviously you know and and she's left with basically you know negan to deal with and and that is sort of the ongoing um once again her like very poor leadership um and you know she's got to deal with alden and negan and alden is like very injured it's so much so that it's like just from a like tactical point of view and an escape point of view like it's it's hard but it's like what do you do with him and that becomes like a a tension point but even he knows that he can't move as quickly and that he's a liability to them 
Um, and then the other piece of this is what are they going to do next? And, you know, I have to say like Negan is kind of like, well, we lost basically <laughs> like these people are crazy. Um, this I don't really is- get that line where he's like, they just showed us just how crazy they are. And I don't, I, I don't know that they have, I, I mean, I think they are crazy, but like, I think, you know, it would have been better to say, you know, we Dangerous. are now totally dangerous. They're dangerous and we're outnumbered. And like, this is just a bad idea and just does not seem like there is no sort of plan at this point. Like we have no chance. It's like, they see how many people they've taken out and just from a, they, they, and they have lost the element of surprise because obviously the Reapers knew exactly where they were. Yeah. Um, and so it was just very, very odd. Um, and uh, yeah, the Reapers, suffer from this thing the walking dead does to their villains which is makes them kind of omniscient like the the uh god i'm glad that i've forgotten the whisperer's name for a second but there there it is they always seem to know exactly what you know rick and or not rick (laughs) but what the good guys were up to uh and and the reapers know that these guys are coming and maybe it's because roy tipped them off when he went up from the subway potentially Mm. but it yeah it's just like they knew they were going to be there. Also, what was kind of hilarious in this episode is in the preamble, um, the voiceover is like Maggie saying, all we know about them is they always come at night and they're <laughs> and they're lethal. And then here we are walking towards their face at night. And I'm like, are you dumb? Uh, yeah, well, and then there's like there's like good one off lines like, you know, where they're walking and, and Negan's like, OK, cool, we'll go towards the screaming. All right. You know, yeah. like he's he, you know, he's got some good writing and good delivery. Um, and that's the thing. It's like the beginning of this episode, we see most of the people get taken out and then we see even more of them get taken out, like, um, like Gage, which, and Agatha, and, and they kind of have to put Gage down. Duncan. Um, oh, sorry. Gage was Duncan? killed two episodes Sorry, ago. Gage was cool. Sorry about that. Um, Duncan is the really big guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was the one um, who got stabbed or thrown. He had three daggers in him or whatever. Right, right. The beginning but of he's, the and so apparently he's still living and, you know, they do the, the, th- the deed with him. And then, you know, as they're, they're moving away from that, Agatha gets like overwhelmed by walkers. How and- ridiculous. I'm sorry, but that was completely egregious as a six or seven year zombie survivor. She's going right. to get Bit, like getting eaten by a zombie at this stage unless there's like really super crazy circumstances it's right. not it's unacceptable i agree and there was like just sort of the there was no reason why she couldn't have survived this like the way they set it up but this is a little bit like carl's invisible bite right like they had to do something and they did and you know but that's the thing it's like it gets even more ridiculous because maggie's like oh let's go and go to the storehouse and see where everybody else is meeting us up and negan's like who is meeting us there? <laughs> you know like like there is nobody meeting us um they're they're just drawing those lines of tension between the two of them does also feel like they're they're not in the city anymore and i'm right. not sure how they got out of the subway and we're suddenly in the countryside right like that's kind of confusing so so there is and and i think that in terms of the the setup and whatever i think we see enough of that but it did feel kind of like more and more of the repeat action but maybe it's to show just how weird and hopeless this is or how outnumbered they feel um because they do and they are definitely the hunted at this point yeah but they also you get to see them kill i think three at least two they kill two and injure one reaper during this episode maybe three Uh, and we don't, I don't think, really feel the Im- implications of that uh, in the next episode. It's only one Reaper who seems to have been killed somehow. Right. Um, but like, and that's the thing. Like, Gabe definitely, you know, 
it seemed like there were more um, and they only seemed to mention the one and, you know, gave basically, you know, takes out the one that we see deliberately. Oh, that's yeah. That's the third or second. Cause I, I thought the one that Maggie kicked down the stairs was dead, but maybe what we hear is him get up and start running up the stairs again after she kicks him down the stairs. Maybe that's what that sound was. Okay. I thought that mall was a pretty good set. Honestly, the, the one it was thing. Fun, yeah, no, that was a good set. It was just that it was clearly already abandoned before the apocalypse. Right. Instead of being like, a, I mean, it was probably pretty hard to get into a mall that actually had all the stores in it, like a la Dawn of the Dead. But I think, you know, it's obviously a bit of a tip of the cap to that. Yeah. Uh, and then the fight scenes in there were they would have been better if it hadn't been so much emphasis on these people and lots of different people's ability to just appear out of thin air. Right. Like the Reapers did, like Negan did. Alden and Maggie kind of almost stabbed each other. But that that one was was OK. But Negan comes out of nowhere and they're in this giant empty room and right. suddenly Negan's just there. I'm, right. And but, making no noise, you know, right. Like, like yeah. somebody, maybe somebody it was there. him who uh, opened the door and uh, made the bottle fall off the, the yeah. door handle, which also I like that detail. That was good. Um, but yeah, they definitely kill one of those two reapers. The other one gets the dagger in the back and then throws a flashbang like a ninja and disappears. And uh, I guess that was bossy because I think we see what happens to him in the next episode. Yeah. Um, and I think he might be the guy with the, the Judas sign above him at the beginning, at the end of this episode, like the time, the chronology is a little bit. It's a little bit off, crazy. right? Yeah. Uh, but I thought that that was still a good set in, in the mall. Uh, but I, yeah, I felt like, I just felt like this was kind of predictable. Uh, I guess what's not predictable is what's going to happen to Alden. They, they end up sealing him up in that, church and you're just kind of like oh is he dead when we look at his wound i didn't get the impression that it looked that serious either even though we'd heard it was stabbing well, I noises. Guess it was was it like a gut like a gut thing is not good from an infection point of view so right. i guess my concern is that they're going to come back and he'll be all walkered up in there but was but it deep it didn't like when they actually show tell. the wound it just looks like two lines across his midsection it yeah, didn't look I like it was open there was no sign of his guts Right. So I don't know. We'll have to see what happens there. But I, it does not bode well when they leave him there. And I oh, think yeah. You definitely are like, it's probably 80 20. He's going to be a zombie when they come back. Yep. Um, and then uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch or Alexandria, we also have the other story going on where Carol is, um, you know, sort of, she's, she's, everybody has their own idea about how. Alexandria is going to survive and that they're starving and you know you've got um Aaron who's like hey we've really got to do this fence and you're like ditching your duty and she's like we need horses or we can't do any of this stuff and then we'll all starve and you know she she's like you know she takes uh Rosita Kelly Magna um and they all go out to like find the horses and you know they definitely meet with um sort of like frustration because they find some of the horses dead and then there's this whole like oh moment where the horses appear in a rain around the field and they somehow <laughs> miraculously find a paddock to put them in uh -huh. um and then when they you know they bring them back and there's this like triumphal like a, a moment of triumph and then you know carol like butchers one of the horses to feed everybody um which i don't know I guess if they're that desperate, maybe, but I thought the whole point was to basically take them further afield so you could find more hunting ground or something. So I feel like that was like, 
things must be more dire than somehow they're talking about because especially yeah gabriel said they had a week of food right like why would you i get that you might have to get it to that point but it seemed a little crazy am i wrong did you feel like that i I felt like they weren't explaining the circumstances well enough because the whole point of the horses is that they, they can plant more food they can haul things they can take them further afield to hunt but that was certainly what how carol sold her horse hunting mission to aaron was we need the horses to get that work done that you want to get done she didn't say we need the horses for food uh but that was clearly and she had a hard time doing it and sure you know and it was tough to see beautiful horses get killed uh, you know so shortly after their um, beautiful god rays shot of them running through a field but uh yeah I, i also think that the the show was kind of playing with our with our expectations there just a uh, I felt like it was a little manipulative and I also think that you know the uh, the other thing about horses is that they eat an incredible amount of food so yeah. that was a sort of weird thing um well maybe their hay stockpiles were fine everything yeah, else well, well you know the, the show definitely does not want to take pains to do everything the quote-unquote right way I, what I, one scene or a series of scenes that I thought were right were really good in this episode were the kids with Judith, yep. uh, RJ, Herschel, uh, was it Gracie maybe, sitting yep. around playing cards and then going going after that horse meet at the end of the episode. Um, I loved those scenes. I thought that everybody was like like hitting their you know dialogue and those emotional beats. And I, mm-hmm. I want to hear from these kids because they they have that perspective of like yeah, parents can't say things like "I'll be back soon" anymore. And I yeah. thought that, that to me, the best part of the episode were those two scenes with those kids. Oh, yeah. And like the kids are kind of like, yeah, but they kind of need to feel it. So I guess you just let them get away. Like there was this definite like these kids are not kids, really, or they're yeah. not you're, like they've been growing up in a zombie apocalypse. So that was kind of interesting, um, where, you know, where they're they're sort of discuss- I thought that the, the dialogue there was good and not stilted, as we've often seen in the and show with kids. Solid kid performances. Yep. You know? Yep. Very good. Um, and then, you know, um, that's 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 kind of everything that happened in that episode. Um, I mean, there's some stuff between Magna and Kelly and, and Carol about like yeah. expectations and is Connie coming back and you're trying to give her false hope and yada, yada. And they're just chatting it up for Connie to come back because we've seen Connie. Right. We know Connie's walking around. Mm-hmm. She was she appeared at the end of the last season somewhere. Right. Do we remember where that was? Um, she was like kind of walking through with the big crowd with the hospital, right? Like, so she was kind of in that big horde, I thought. Um, mm. Or she was, we just see her walking around. I think like, we just saw her, maybe just, she just saw her walking around yeah, at some point, but maybe. she's definitely out there. Uh, and we just have to, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I, that's some of the stuff that I've been seeing about this season is that I think there's a reunion coming up, but um, we will find out how that's going to go. Yeah. Uh, there's another reunion in rendition, which I hundred percent saw coming. Uh, as soon as you, as soon as you see a female reaper, uh, you're like, yeah, okay. So that's Leah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And also like, there was so much dog doing stupid things in this episode and like Daryl doing things because of dog and dog just kind of like roaming around, um, you know, no, I th- when, when it was clear that dog knows Daryl's sign language, I thought that that was actually pretty cool. It was the one time I've yeah. seen dog do something help- useful, yeah. but uh, th- it was a little bit silly that th- with the lighting in, in that scene, 
their shadows were cast across the sidewalk in front of them where the yep. reaper could have seen them. Yep. Um, and so I thought that was a little, these reapers are so freaking, you know, ninja. I'm, I was a little surprised that Daryl was silly enough to like stand where his shadow could be seen by the oncoming reaper. Right. And he, you know, he's, he doesn't seem all that shocked to see Leah, like once he sees dogs sitting by her. Um, but, you know, he definitely goes into Daryl like survival mode where he's giving up very little information. He, um, you know, he's, she's definitely getting questioned and comes up with his own story, which is that he just like, you know, he's on his own, he's alone with dog and, you know, comes up with a narrative that's relatively believable. Um, and, you know, doesn't, um, you know, even though he's getting, I mean, this is you know, not exactly, not exactly the best reunion in that, like, he, he is clearly happy that she's alive, but then he gets waterboarded and he knows that something's <laughs> up. Like, he's just sort of like, okay, well, I, you know, Daryl isn't the luckiest in love. And this is just one more example of that. And basically she's in league with all these crazy people and he gets like, um, like really tortured like this is not uh he not gets, helpful it's just like a massive jumping in ceremony is this mm -hmm. whole episode uh yeah and i i think he i have also needed to remind myself of like the circumstances of that one episode where we got to meet her and they you know how yeah. they left each other and if you if i remember correctly he was out living on the banks of the river by himself that's how she yep. had come across him and he across her mm -hmm. so it makes sense his story does kind of check out from from that episode because he was yeah, out there living by she, himself for years wasn't he yeah and what she knows about him so it's not like she ever got to meet any of the the people and even when he talked about him he probably i mean let's let's be honest daryl's not exactly expansive in his storytelling he speaks very little and i i think at that point he was probably speaking less than ever um so she does not have a knowledge of a lot of the people um, he was just throwing fish at her front door from yep. 12 feet away um i mean she knew a little bit about them but not enough to know like because at that point like he he was definitely alone alone gunman kind of guy and so so that sort of washes with what she knows of him so he can kind of get away with it and um and we see a lot more about what what makes up the reapers they're definitely you know former military than turned mercenary they got this weird religious aspect to them which i have to say is a little tired in terms of a narrative um like another crazy religious guy kind of turning the circumstances of this world to his you know benefit basically his use and um the, is it tired in the walking dead or is it just tired in sense of we all have seen this plot in other things uh i think plot in other things but also in the walking dead it's like all right here's the big bad of the season and oh it yeah, yeah totally makes sense you know like and then you know what, what i did what i do like about okay so things i like and dislike about the reapers are that they are a finite number of people it's like 15 like daryl just figured it out like uh yeah. kind of gave him props for that so we don't have this problem that we had with the saviors where you kill 30 of them and there's 400 more right, right. right. Uh, same with the whispers we never really had a sense of how many of them there were even at the very end uh, it was really hard to tell um and then things that i didn't like is that their origin story is kind of still too fresh in a way, in a weird way. Like 
mm-hmm. when Pope is telling Daryl about how they came about, it it's all based on eight years ago. And there's right. nothing about like what they're up to now. And maybe that's by design. We don't really, maybe he doesn't want to explain that they've just been going around raiding other settlements. And maybe that right. would be hard for Leah to sell also like, yeah, see, we're not so bad. Uh, we we're just, you know, we're raiders, which is like what I assume they are. If, if, if uh, Maggie's story checks out, but so, right. you know, like their origin story is like, sure. Okay. That's what happened during quote unquote, the fall. And the, and the show has started using that term more i've heard it twice this season already mm-hmm. and i don't know that we heard it before but that like how is that your your story like what did, how would daryl explain his story he's like uh, there's 11 seasons you're gonna have to get comfortable right, right. this is gonna take a while right. i don't know so i just i feel like they're a little bit half baked and there's they're con- they're focusing too much on this like eight years ago event they are and the other piece that just kind of troubled me about their whole narrative and stories like okay so this is how you evolved into that and um you have a finite number of people so what happens at the end of this episode i mean they put daryl through completely insane yes right like they put daryl through his um sort of trial by fire ha 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 and you know they're testing him and it's deliberate and they're testing his information and testing to see whether he would be a good addition ish i guess um and he does have leah vouching for him which gives him somewhat more of an entree into this um this outfit um but he's also clearly a lone person at least as far as she knows and this is not necessarily a group like, I just don't know that they would trust somebody that quickly if they have only been in this sort of like li- weird little number. And then, you know, they they seem to both take the loss of a, their their one of their brotherhood or their like family, so to speak, very hard. But then in terms of the person that carried him back or whatever, um, the, the guy who plays Pope, um, who is a great actor and I really like him. Um, he, you know, decides to, to show everybody who's boss. And, and I just feel like this kind of leadership is, is a little bit Negan, like, but he doesn't really have enough people to be able to waste them like this. Right. So this just felt strange to me. Um, what yeah, are your thoughts on that? Exactly that. It, it makes no sense that with that small a number and with their apparent tight bonds with one another, that that's how that would go um no and it seems very like i don't want to say spur of the moment i mean clearly he's thinking about it he had been thinking about it he did a little bit of a oh i'm gonna um i'm gonna you know compliment you for bringing the body back and all this other stuff and then turns totally psycho and throws the dude into fire um and i just think especially if this group is so tight-knit also so highly trained and i would say that that training is difficult long and hard one i just feel like this is a punishment that probably wouldn't happen and wouldn't fly like i feel like if he actually was successful in doing what they're doing he'd be able to figure out a way to preserve this person in the group right versus kill him yeah um, and and they're just going to they're going to replace him immediately with daryl this unknown with no like right. With, with no test or trial period, or maybe that's what comes next. But yeah, it's, 
it, it doesn't really make sense given given their uh, their numbers and that and like you said their history what we know of yeah. it anyway um it it's kind of crazy that uh that leah is inside the, sh- the shack with him for the the fire test uh i mean it makes sense now why she would have been like so useless during the breakout she's just coughing mm-hmm. in the corner but we, right. i guess you know in retrospect she probably was able going to be able to get out of there by herself no matter what um but i thought that that was kind of uh an interesting scene i didn't see it coming i didn't see it ending necessarily the way that it did uh, i definitely mostly because i was surprised that they would consider jumping in daryl so soon but um I, I think that they are kind of an interesting group uh but it's it's gonna they're gonna have to um <laughs> explain how they're following this kind of insane guy pope leah does make do a good job of showing how that she thinks he's kind of scary Mm-hmm. But she also in their in their uh, scene together is is like very open with him and and has like a obviously it feels like they have a relationship of years, right? Because they're very emotionally yeah. open with one another, or it seems like they are. Yeah. Um, so, but there's a lot of like side eye once the, the sort of ending of this episode where it's like, okay, we're burning this guy up and now Daryl's one of us and whatever. And Daryl's just like, okay. Daryl's expressions throughout it's this great. episode. Just, <laughs> he's mean, just looking completely uh, like, I wouldn't want to play poker with Norman Reedus. He just, no, no. he looks completely unreadable. Yeah. Uh, and Frost, of course, who is the name of the Maggie's team member with hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Frost. He is he's still in jail, maybe hopefully still alive. He also got tortured. And mm-hmm. potentially didn't dime out Daryl or Alexandria, but we don't know. We weren't there for his interrogation. Yep. Uh, he did catch on to Daryl's um, story, his, like pretty quickly, because at first he was like, "Daryl, how's everybody doing?" And Daryl's mm-hmm. like, "Shut up! Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know you." Uh, and then he's like, "Yeah, screw you, man." Uh, so yep. I was glad to see that they they played that fairly intelligently, but also the odds that either of them could hold out under torture. Uh, I've granted Daryl's been tortured before and he kind of says that during this episode. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, we saw, we saw many torture episodes between him and Negan and him and Negan, him and the, oh gosh, the lady um, who was friends with Michonne who had the kid oh, on. Yeah. That's right. Bad, bad that. stuff. Man, he's been tortured a lot. I didn't he think about been. that. He has been. Uh, so now he's a reaper uh, for Tudido Solaris. I don't remember what their Latin motto is that they all yell at him uh but then he goes straight from that to moonshine to eating whatever it is they're eating and and it's a night scene when they're having their dinner party uh mm-hmm. and i'm like wait they all appear to be there yep so i guess it was just bad luck that maggie came on a night when they weren't having a big barbecue and they were all yep. just instead walking down the road toward them in one line one straight line so we, um, we end here i guess um Agatha, Duncan, Gage, Cole, no, not Gage, Cole, Gage and Roy are dead already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frost is still alive. Elijah, question mark. And um, Gabriel, oh, Gabriel has just been out there in the, in the woods killing, killing um, Reapers. And Although apparently to- not only one, like, because just the one. Because yeah. that guy was already injured. And maybe they're like, what they hadn't shown in that scene before that scene was that they had been tussling. And right. that Gabriel had gotten the, the better of, of this dude. 
Uh, and then the dude wants to pray with him and Gabriel's like, God's not here, which I don't know that we've heard. Have we heard him renounce God before? I don't know that we no, have. No, but I think, you know, they're sort of, they were priming this when yes. the whole scene between, you know, the, the episode with him and Aaron um, and, and that, that, that Russian roulette episode. Um, and, you know, I think that that clearly is informing where he is right now. So he's, he's having some dark days, Father Gabriel. Yeah, but he's got a kid back at camp too. It's kind of, I don't know. It's, but yeah, he is. He's having some dark times, but that probably makes for a more survivable, survivable Gabriel. We'll see. We'll see. The show will choose between him and Alden or maybe choose both of them uh, <laughs> or neither of them. Yes, uh, and we'll, see. we'll see. But so what, what are our expectations for next episode? Do we think Connie Kelly are reunited? Probably, right? I think probably. Um, uh, or and if not next episode, maybe the following one, but that's coming up soon. It's got to be. It has to be with all the table setting they're doing. Yep. Um, Alexandria will have to find another food source. Right. So uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, why aren't they fishing? You know, right. unless all the waterways are like somehow polluted by the breakdown of civilization, there should be tons of fish. Yep. So they should be, they should hopefully find a good uh, fishing hole or something rather than trying to find like, you know, the table scraps of, of the, the world that was, I, I think that they need to, obviously they need something sustainable. So that has to be they established. Need, yeah. And they need something sustainable and there are a lot of them, but they're not so many of them that like, I don't. I still feel like the hunting piece, it's like, okay, so maybe immediately near them is sort of hunted out, but like probably there's some like area that they haven't, it, like it just, it, there's just not enough people for everything to be decimated. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they, they are not, um, and, and for people that have survived this long, like I do feel like there are things that they haven't done yet that they could be doing. Um, the fish is the obvious piece. Um, and so we'll see what happens, but, um, you know, maybe now that they have the horses, they'll be able to have find, um, new hunting ground, um, something along those lines going, um, but, um, yeah, we, we, Jerry was completely absent in this episode too. And Nabila. Um, so there's still a couple of, of named characters, uh, Scott, am I thinking of the right guy? Is it Scott or yeah. Um, Sonequa Martin Green's husband. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he hasn't been in any of these episodes in a while, but as far as we know, he's still a member of the cast. So yeah. uh, there's a few Alexandrians we haven't seen. We're seeing some like people that we've never seen before. Right. Uh, <laughs> in the background or just randomly shown. Or, or just looking hey, happy horses. about horses. Yeah. Um, so there's still some people that we, we need to kind of like get, in, get involved in this season. And, um, and, and I guess we'll find out what happened to Elijah. Alive or dead? Well, what do you think? I, I think he's got to be alive since they haven't shown him dead. Because and because they kind of developed his emotional stuff. Right. He has to have a journey. Um, yeah. And maybe he finds, I don't know, maybe he finds um, Connie. Who knows? And um, what, what is the deal with him? He is he's not a reaper. Do we Are we supposed to believe that? I think we are. But maybe like because I don't think that he really fits their profile. Right. I mean, um, he has the mask and he has the, the jaggy. Uh, psi weapons but maybe this is maybe he's come to this on his own who knows um but um in any case we'll we'll find out more but i think he's probably got to be alive um what do you think i agree yeah i think he has to be alive i'm just kind of surprised that they've they've just gotten him 
he's just been gone for you know a couple episodes and i guess that they do that a lot on the show it's a big it's a big ensemble cast so they need to give other people's stories room to breathe this the clearly rendition was all about us getting to know a little bit about the reapers enough uh, for daryl to to get jumped in um apparently one criticism of this episode from uh, forbes and eric kane it was that it was too much like the claimers storyline uh, mm. with daryl getting into another gang and then looking at them all with <laughs> with a blank expression yep um, except with the claimers of course he kind of was going along with it right for the most part yeah like i think he i i kind of felt the same way as again like this was just like a tired uh storyline and we'll have to see again and also like the torture the like whatever we've seen daryl here before but maybe that's deliberate in that you know he's just like enough of this already <laughs> i don't want to be in your gang <laughs> so torture is so the we'll fastest way to get to become friends with people right so mm -hmm. Nothing like a little waterboarding to, to make fast friends. Right. Um, but so we, anyway. we don't really know what's coming up for us. Uh, Maggie and Negan are going to have to find either the store of food um, and Elijah or something uh, and then have some sort of uh, interaction with the Reapers at some point. But at this, at this point, their plan has failed. And there is a bit of funny dialogue earlier on with, with Alden and Maggie where he's like, listen, if... If, if, if you lose it all now, you're, everything you've worked for, if, you don't, if your plan doesn't work, everything you've worked for will be for nothing. Uh, and I'm just like, you know, the plan already clearly failed. Right. You guys got ambushed uh, on the road and, and more than half yeah. of you are dead. So you're done. You're kind of done. And which Negan is pointing out and Negan's like, hey, I'm on your side. Like, I'm not trying to be like a jerk. I'm just, you know pointing out the obvious that you should see given that you're supposed to be leading um so still the same issues with maggie's leadership unfortunately and maybe we'll see some kind of evolution here um there was also a moment where both like maggie and alden and, and alden specifically says to like negan like you got to stop doing what you're trying to do which is like you are not the leader here basically um and it's like well that's all well and good but Maggie is not exactly displaying the best leadership and has not been during this entire mission. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting just how the tables turn a little bit. Um, so we shall see what happens in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts about it, dear listeners, please send us an email, uh, reanimatedpodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave it on the site, reanimatedpodcast.com, or you can tweet at us, which is reanimatedpcast, um, being the Twitter handles. Um, but looking forward to to looking at the rest of this. I do like coming back into this world, and I'm enjoying watching it. Um, I just, I kind of want more, I want the story to move forward a little bit more in the next one. So hopefully that's what will happen. Yeah, uh, I agree. It could, it could pick up, I guess, the pace a smidge. We got a lot of good action, good fight choreography, um, in the last, in, in these episodes, or at least certainly in Hunted. And um, I'm hoping that we'll, I'm hoping that the storyline doesn't go on forever. I don't think the yeah. Reapers, I don't want the Reapers to hang out for, for too long. No, as, agree. Okay, but then uh, thank you for joining us and come back again next time. We'll continue along this trail. Uh, and then, gosh, we're going to have to make some decisions in mid-October because uh, a lot of things are happening. I think this season yeah. is taking a break and then Fear the Walking Dead starting. Uh as well as all of the Halloween stuff out there. So all right. Well we'll have to we'll have to confer and make make a decision. But lots Indeed. of cool stuff. 
that I think will probably keep us busy through the holidays. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, for now, thank you for listening and ta-ta. Ciao.